Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. And coming up on today's episode, I'm going to give you my week five takeaways in the NFL. I'll give you a marquee matchups coming up here in week six. Going to go over the Thursday night football recap and much more coming up on today's episode. First, you know, if you're new here, Tuesday and Fridays, new episodes are available. It's available on all streaming platforms. And check out the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com, where the episodes actually air earlier, 7 a.m. Uh, every Tuesday and Friday. So you get there a little bit earlier on the website if you're curious and want to listen to it earlier. And check out our social media accounts. It's at Feel the Heat Entertainment. We're on Instagram, Facebook, X, and YouTube. So go subscribe and follow there. So let's get it started, huh? So what are the biggest week five takeaways in the NFL this past week? Though it's kind of like, what are you doing out here? You know, it's very mind-boggling what happens with teams who you thought they were and who they're not. So let's just start right off with, you know, last week's was week five marquee matchup was Cowboys and Niners. Well, that ended up being okay. The Niners destroyed them, 42-10. And it was horrible. Cowboys, what happened to you? They aren't who we thought they were. Um, the Patriots, horrible. Bill Belichick gets shut out at home 34-0. The Packers, what's going on? Jordan Love looked good first couple weeks, and then now he's just struggling. They lost to the Raiders. The Bills are back to being inconsistent, losing in London to the Jaguars. And same old, same old with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson can't win the game that matters the most in the closing seconds and minutes of the game. He threw a pick in the end zone, costing the Ravens a victory. And it was a horrible throw, too. So it was just like a lot of this stuff happened last year to these teams. And it's happening again. Nothing's changed. It's the same old, same old. So that's basically the week five takeaways. We go into a little more. Like, like for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott struggling against good teams. Still struggling against the Niners, who they've lost to in the playoffs. And again, he threw three interceptions. You can't do it. Cowboys are what we all think. Great defense, and then they don't show up. Offensively, why Mike McCarthy continues to call plays? He said he wanted to call plays. Kellen Moore was the, you know, the factor why they couldn't like take the next step in offense last year. So he moves on. Hey, I'm calling the plays now. Same old thing. Very conservative. The running game really hasn't gotten going as they would liked. Tony Pollard's not getting those explosive plays in the run game like he did last year. C.D. Lamb, Dak seems like the only guys kind of on the same page. But Brandon Cook's new acquisition, where is he? He's a deep ball threat. He's a great receiver. He's thrown around, you know, been trading for first-round picks like three different times. I mean, the guy is pretty good still. He's a veteran. Give him the ball. Michael Gallup, give him the ball. We have the Jake Ferguson in the tight end. Give him the ball. Like, it, it, this doesn't seem right how this offense stutters so much 
and they're not getting downfield, making big plays. Is it Mike McCarthy or is it Dak Prescott? I think it's a little bit of both, but Mike McCarthy's still stuck in like 2009. Doesn't make sense. Patriots. Let's start with them now. Biggest takeaways, right? Another week five takeaway. They stink. Mac Jones stinks. But it really isn't all his fault. He doesn't have a wide receiver to throw the ball to. There's nobody on that offensive side of the ball. TB12 is not on that side to bail you out, Bill Belichick. That's facts. Stubborn in his old ways. Doesn't want to improve that side of the ball. Any new wide receiver or running backs that even come close to being somewhat good and need a contract, a little bit of money. See you later. Nothing. Look at Jacoby Myers. You look what he's doing in the Raiders. He's actually playing pretty well with the Raiders. He was a top right out last year. Let him go. Didn't want to pay him. That could have helped Mac Jones out at least a little bit. How about sign somebody? They didn't, they let DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason come in. At least he would have been somebody. He ends up going to Tennessee. So the Patriots are bad. Mac Jones is looking really bad. He got benched twice in the last two games. But he's going to start again. Because who are you going to throw out there? Zappy? Come on. The Packers. Let's get into Jordan Love. Looks good at times. And then all of a sudden can't connect. Throwing interceptions. Turn the ball over. They're running these jumbo sets with the tight ends of the game. Trying to run the ball without Aaron Jones though. So I've been a little bit on the floor. Their head coach. What is with these offensive plays? We're getting more into certain other teams and their head coaches calling plays. But stop being so set in your ways. You got A.J. Dillon out there struggling to move the ball against that on that defensive front for the Raiders. Max Crosby was coming after Jordan Love like crazy. I know you have young receivers on that end. You got Jaden Reed, the rookie. Christian Watson, second. Romeo Dobbs, second year. They're going to be growing. Christian Watson's starting to get in the game uh, shape a little bit. But your answer to like throwing the ball is just heaving it downfield to him and double, triple coverage. Who cares? Instead of really being, um, you know, game planning a little bit better. Like, I just don't get it when you watch that them play now the last couple games this just doesn't make sense now off to the Buffalo Bills Josh Allen the numbers will he got over 300 pass yards and a few TDs again in London but that was kind of like a lot in fourth quarter when especially that last play I think that one drive was like 70 yards they got like three plays and like almost 65 70 yards before the touchdown but I was, I was at the end of the game so the numbers were a little bit inflated there, but they struggled. They didn't run the ball. James Cook had minus four rushing yards. Like, I don't want to went back to not even trying to run the ball again, and that's what costs them. That's what gets them in trouble. And Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator, run the ball. Stop getting so pass happy. It's not like you were trailing 20 points and you had to pass the ball every down. They won't make Josh Allen look oh so heroic sometimes, and it just doesn't make sense. Now off to Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Lose it again. 
There was a pick in the end zone trying to go OBJ. Zay Flowers, where are you? Dropping passes. This is a rookie. Lamar Jackson, they have no run game. Zero. You know, they lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. Gus Edwards, you got Justice Hill. Like They're not really answers, but maybe try to run the ball a little bit more with them instead of trying to run the ball with Lamar Jackson and have him pass and do all these heroic things too. They're back to being themselves like they were last year. Nothing's changed. Those are the week five takeaways. Pretty much nothing's changed. Same old, same old. These teams, is it's all about execution. All about adjustments. All about putting your team in the right place to win the game. And it seems like they, all those teams there, once they, it seems like they've turned the corner, end up falling. And you ain't the boys. It, do, it just doesn't make sense sometimes, right? So anyways, that kind of leads into our week six marquee matchup. There's not really any exciting games to me this week. We got the what? The Packers on a bye. I know, and the Steelers on a bye. So, not really much going on in terms of matchups, but you know what our marquee matchup, despite last week it was the Cowboys and uh, Niners? Guess what it's going to be this week? Those Cowboys and the Chargers, Monday Night Football. That's the one I had to pick. That one season was in. Chargers coming off their bye. They're tuned to. Cowboys, we're just keep talking about. We're waiting for them to take that step. Can their defense bounce back? Micah Parsons, you're going to be uh, back or what? Because big Trent Williams, left tackle, was owning you last week. We had George Kittle lifting up the shirt saying, F Dallas. You going to bounce back or what? We're going to find out right here. There's some news going to the game. Justin Herbert, you know, he fractured his finger a couple weeks ago before the bye. Say he's good to go. That's not going to be. It's on his left hand. So it's not his throwing hand. So it seems like he's going to be okay. Austin Eckler is going to return as well. So Chargers are getting people back. Even though they lost Mike Williams, the right here for this season, but everybody else is back. So this is my marquee matchup because if you look at the other schedule, there's not really anything to sign. We're going to pick Washington, Atlanta. What are we going to pick? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, So that's why it is because it's the most interesting. Um, Dye Prescott can't have three picks like he did last week. Let's get into some of these stats here. Cowboys, they're only averaging 203 passing yards on the year. That's 20th. But their defense is still fifth overall. Chargers are averaging 269 with Justin Herbert. That's sixth in the league. But their defense is very suspect. So this could be a get-right game for Dallas to kind of bounce back in. This Chargers defense is not very good. Even though Khalil Maddox set tied a record, he had six sacks a couple weeks ago. Um... But points against, they ranked 20, they, they average 26, they let up 26 points. That's 24th. 404 yards a game. That's second to last. And the 300 of them are passing. So the Chargers defense is not very good this year. Maybe this has changed after the bye. They got some things corrected. Maybe. Maybe their head coach, Brandon Stay, won't go for it on their own 30 yard line because they've lost. I mean, they won a game last two weeks. They won two in a row. But in both games, Brandon Staley made the stupidest call again, going forward to his own territory, fourth and short, and they can't get it. Maybe with Austin Eckler back. 
Maybe they'll be able to get it this time. You almost injured your quarterback trying to get this fourth and short play a couple weeks ago. So Brandon Staley, Chargers is going to win this game if he stops going forward in his own territory and setting the other team up for points. Cowboys are going to win this game if Dak just sells the game in, maybe takes some, connect with some shots down the field. Maybe try to get in the middle of the field and stop doing this dinking and dunking passing and try to stretch the ball down the field with Brandon Cooks, Gallup, C.D. Lamb going to line up with him in the slot, get him going across the middle, something. Maybe the run game goes going because Chargers are pretty bad against the run too. Maybe it opens up the run game with Tony Pollard. So that's something the Dallas Cowboys have to do to win this game. Chargers contain. Play, get after Dak Prescott. Cleo Mack, Bosa, you guys. Let's go. Austin Eckler back for the Chargers. Maybe the run game gets going a little bit more now that, you know, Kelly's not the main guy because they couldn't run the ball without Eckler the last few weeks. So. Justin Herbert with that finger. I don't know how many snaps he can take under center. That's going to be something to watch in the game with that fractured finger on his left hand. Is he actually going to take snaps under center and be able to do that consistently? Or is he going to line up with a shotgun for the better part of the game? So, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. It's a match to watch. That's something that Dallas has to control. They have to get after Herbert so they stop that duo from happening. Michael Parsons got to show up this week. That's one way they got to beat the Chargers. The Chargers are going to win. If they just get the, you know, make contain Micah Parsons. That's the one guy to even just contain him. Don't let him get after your quarterback. Double team him on that side. That's how the Chargers are going to win the game. So Monday Night Football Spotlight is on. We got a great primetime game. Cowboys. We need them boys. We'll find out if you really are them boys against Monday night because you lose again, fall on the three and three. Division's getting a little more out, out of hands because Philly doesn't look like they're losing anytime soon. So that's something to watch out for in this matchup. All right, let's, let's get into the Thursday night recap because these Thursday night football games are just, they're driving me nuts too. We have the oh so great Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos taking on the oh so great. Pat Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Swifties over there, all about them. So, Chiefs won 19 to 8. Sean Payton, Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson. Praise the Saints. Russell Wilson's not the one that's struggling this year. It's not all on him. He's playing great football. That's all I keep hearing from his analysts. It looks like he's playing the same to me. What's changed? 13 of 22 on the night, 95 yards, one TD, two picks. Cortland Sun actually got four catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. It was a miracle. Meanwhile, Pat Mahomes over there, 30 of 40, 306 yards, a TD, an interception. Travis Kelsey, the one guy you guys stop. Denver, defense, the worst in the league. Nine catches, 124, 124 yards for Kelsey. You had Harrison Bucker, two 50 plus yard field goals. He had three for three on the day. And with the wind swirling around like it was, I gave him the MVP of the game. He was the best player. 
Pat Mahomes did good, but damn. It was embarrassing to watch Denver Broncos and Sean Payton. You knew it was going to be a bad night. Went second in about half a yard. And he calls a wide receiver screen at Jerry Judy. And they lose like three yards. What did he finish on the day? Did he only have two catches for a yard? What is going on? Javante Williams returned from his injury. He had 50 rushing yards, 52 rushing yards, but I'm not understanding the play calling. And there was another play when Russell Wilson it was fourth and I want to say it was like fourth and maybe three. Russell Wilson rolls out. I'm like, oh, there's that same play again where he just rolls out to the right. Jerry Judy comes, comes in, runs a little flat, pattern out to the uh, sideline. Cortland Sun's over there too. He runs a little post corner. It's like, how many times am I going to see this play? I've seen it all the time. It seems like you guys just run the same damn play. It wasn't open, so fourth down, Russell Wilson doesn't even try to throw the ball to one of them. Maybe they can make a play. Maybe Cortland Sun can make a play like he did for that end zone catch. He just gets sacked. Takes for minus yards. It's fourth down. Try to make a play. There's so many moments during the game. I was scratching my head. I was wondering... What's going on? But the Chiefs defense is what's saving them, especially since Chris Jones has come back. And there really isn't much else to take away from this game. Other than the Broncos are really bad. They stink. Vance Joseph, I don't know what you did to this defense, but it's not good. I don't know how he still has a job there. Sean Payton. After 15 plus years over in uh, New Orleans, takes this job, calls a previous coaching regime a f- most epic failure in NFL history. Well, now he's here, he is sitting with one win, and he should have lost that game to the Bears. They shouldn't even won that game. But the Bears are just that bad, too. When they were, I think they were up. Uh, trailing like 20 to 3 in that game, and they somehow came back and won. But it's like they don't take any chances till the fourth quarter when they don't care and they're trailing. Why? It's sad to watch. Honestly, a professional team like this, that's sad to watch. I feel like I'm watching a college football team that can only run five plays. Because that's what seems like they run on offense. The same five plays. Same formations. It's so easy. Nobody's getting separation. Nobody's getting open. It's just too easy for the defense to cover. Again, why? You've been a head coach for years. If you were an offensive coordinator before that, you've been an offensive. You don't have Drew Brees. I guess he's stuck in his ways too, kind of like Bill Belichick. He had Tom Brady. Well, Sean Payton had Drew Brees. And he ain't done nothing since. And he hasn't even shown anything improvement of this Denver Broncos team since Nathaniel Hackett was their head coach last year. It's the same mess. Embarrassing to watch. Offense can't move. And if I see another analyst praising Russell Wilson's play, you gotta be kidding me. Because he looks the exact same as he did last year to me. It's just the same old song and dance. It's the best way to put it when it comes to all these topics today. It's just 
the way the NFL is gone. So that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your favorite host, sports host, Taylor Christian. Be sure to check us out on new episodes every Tuesday and Fridays available on all streaming platforms. And check out the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com for your latest updates and news regarding the sports world. And check us out on social media at Feel the Heat Entertainment's Feel the Heat ENT on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X. And once again, thank you all for joining me. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great one, guys. Catch you all next week.